1: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, UnitedHealthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass.
2: How's it going? My name's Lanny, and I'm here at the Footy Garage. Yeah, so I was uh, I was delivering this food here and all this beer from the Amsterdam, and then uh, I stumbled on these guys that I know from the TV, Mr. Craig Forrest and Brandon Donlip. And, uh, and apparently I missed out on the other dudes, the bald man who frightens me in my dreams. And then, uh, the pie man, Mr. <laughs> Mr. James Shaman. So I'm really happy that you let me open the show with the microphone and such. So, uh, uh, what do you got? Are you guys watching the Canada game tonight? They're playing, uh, Bermuda's, uh, Bermuda in the Americas tonight. Cause I'm gonna go home, check it out on the score, uh, or no, sorry, on the, uh, on the, the Rogers, the Bell station. Uh, are you guys gonna watch the the thing or what?
3: <laughs> no, we're doing this podcast, Lanny. But thank you very much oh, for the beer enough. and the food. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna go home and watch it on the on the cable TV. Uh, they should play it because it's you know Canadian national team getting ready for the World Cup, etc. So pretty excited about that. But I should probably go. I got a bunch of shawarmas in the back seat in the car. There, they're probably gonna get eaten by my kids. I my my I can't afford a babysitter because. You know, my wife took all my money, so Thursday nights our night, so the kids get to be my navigators. Anyway, thanks so much. I'm big fans, y'all. And do you mind if I take uh, some of this uh, leftover food, some of these hot chips? Please take the beer. Okay? And,
3: please take the beer yeah, and hot take chips and get beer out of here. as
2: well. That's the only. Uh, that's because on the weekend I don't get the kids no more, so it's real uh, depressing and such. So, hey, welcome to the Footy Garage. Can't okay, see you guys. Don't put that down, Nathan.
3: Don't drink and drive, Lenny. Don't drink and drive. That is the last time, that, uh, Craig, that we ever order from garagedoor dot com, that app. <laughs> not ordering from there anymore. we got to find a better food delivery service app. So this is Footy Garage or Footy Prime, as you see on your streaming app, whatever app you're using to listen to us. Thank you for continuing to subscribe. James Sharman is not here. He is not dead, but he is not here. Uh, he did predict that I started in television to take his job, and clearly that's happened. That didn't one, take ap- long. one appearance on Footy Prime, and now here I am with you, Craig Forrest. No, Where he's working. Is Charmin. He
4: is uh- a whole new. It's a whole new voice. That's here. a new ste- segment, isn't it? Yeah. Where is Charmin? Where is Charmin? Don't squeeze the Charmin. He f- he fell in the pie
3: mix. That was the rumor. <laughs> he fell in the pie mix. He's heard that a million times. I don't what think he a- saw ever
4: saw the commercial though, because I think he was too young. <laughs>
1: Charmin, you think he's
4: too
3: young to know that one? No, he wasn't
4: well,
1: here. He wasn't well, here. Well, maybe huh? not. Uh, oh, but that
3: was a big okay, campaign. I'm going to look up
1: when that commercial was on. Yeah.
3: It, it definitely ran in the 90s, yeah. but either way, he's definitely got the toilet paper joke a lot and I'm not going to go down that road with him, but I'm very happy to be in the seat with you, Craig Forrest, and Dan Wong is here, Jeff Cole is here. As Thank well? it has been a long time. Well, hey, Jeff Cole. Really nice to be here. Welcome yeah. back to the Footy Garage.
0: Oh, thanks so much. It's really, really
1: nice to be here.
3: It's not yeah. the same without the garage music that's Is set up.
1: garage the way
3: you say it in England? The, the way they I say mean, it in England? That's what I,
1: I know, but you have, you, you said you have Englishisms, or Anglicisms.
3: <laughs> I do have serious Englishisms based on my former the One World Champion winning father, yes. Right.
1: But garage. Gar- he does not
3: say garage.
1: What does he, he says
3: garage? He says garage. But he does say Schedule and craig will attest that schedule and garage are the way in which they say in england where they invented the bloody language
4: yeah but different parts of england will say things differently too that too right
3: shrewsbury shrewsbury as someone who spent a lot of time in shropshire it is shrewsbury yeah it is shrewsbury to me yeah but-
1: and that's just a town that's that, the town or
3: that's just a town yeah
1: and they they it, that's like worcestershire Worcestershire, Yeah, 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 It's like, exactly. you know, the Lee and Perrins yeah, is that yeah. like in that yeah. zone. <laughs> a
3: little bit in that zone, a okay. little bit in that zone. Okay. There's a lot of mispronunciation going on right now because it's World Cup qualifiers. It's an international break. So there's many uh, mispronunciations. And where is this game? Who is playing who? What year is this for? <laughs> the international window. You thought it was hard to follow before. Welcome to 2021 in the middle of a global pandemic. I am excited to finally see the Canadian men's national team get back together. Uh, November 2019, the last time we got to see them play. So to see John Herbman's it's unit get back long. together.
0: I think we were at that. Were we
3: at that game? You were at the second last game, the yes. penultimate uh, match before October, the pandemic. I
1: believe. And then uh-huh. we watched on at Betty's. And we had a bit of a get-together at Betty's. That's right. Yes. To
3: watch the United States look like an incredibly superior Mm. side beating Canada in white. With yeah, that was not- Alfonso Davis at left back in a rainy Orlando. I was down there. Was oh, you of, were covering the one story. of my
1: last professional working assignments wow. to Did, be were you down there. there in a rain. There's a tear. There's a tear in his eye while he says this, folks.
3: I was not wearing a raincoat, uh, but I was shielded from the rain. Fair enough. And uh, ended up having a great night in Orlando, so I can understand why the pandemic is a problem in uh, Central Dude, Florida. Four-one. If I feel like it was, it was that bad. It it really stung. It was close. It was at least a two goal win, that's for sure. Right. But it sounds familiar. I think they I believe they went up three nil, so four one might have been the final score in that nations league tie. But competing against Bermuda and the Cayman Islands in this international break in the World Cup qualifiers, setting up for what could be an incredible World Cup twenty twenty two in Qatar, if you have some different faces. And I think that yeah. Canada's in a really good position where when we were talking about this in twenty nineteen after those nations league, it, it seemed like uh, it was just a bit out of reach. And I feel like, you know, all this time has passed, the team hasn't played, but I feel like it's even closer within reach now.
4: Yeah, do you, you agree that with me? feeling, you know. I, I mean, there's been so many times, isn't there, where you get the feeling that, you know, maybe this is it. Maybe the team's going to come together. They're going to blend. You're going to have the right team, and everything just comes together, and the stars align. That's happened a few times. Yeah. But, you know, most of the time over the last few well, years, like I would say, you know, it would curb your enthusiasm, and, you know, we're a long way to go. But there is something about this squad, and there's certainly something about the attacking part of the Canadian national team that we've never had before. Like, not even close to the options. A bunch of players in the lineup, they would be starting probably in, in most generations by themselves, and they're all coming through at the same time. Maybe defensively, I think there's, you know, there's a few question marks. Um, where it's usually our strength. But overall, I say that it's uh, it's an exciting team. And I think these opening two games, we're, we're going to see lots of goals.
3: In the past, you removed someone like Jonathan David, who would be one of the first names on the team sheet, and you just knew that Canada was going to struggle. He's not at this camp because of COVID travel protocols and not being able to leave France and join up with the team in Florida. And the team is absolutely just fine. In fact, if you had to remove one or two other pieces of that attack, you'd still... Be comfortable betting on them yeah, because they just yeah. have so many attacking. Like imagine audiences. years
4: ago, all of a sudden he can't come, and you're just, and that's your, you know, your one and only guy that you can count on. Yeah, and it's not the case. You're right. You know, and you, and it's a, it's kind of, you know, for John Herdman, fine. I, you know, especially now in these early parts of the the rounds, and and there's something about this, like it's going to be. A long road because it's going to get tougher as they move along of course these are two good openers just to get the group together and i think they're going to build up a lot of confidence they're just absolutely chomping at the bit to get going you know of course everybody's been somewhat in a in a bubble of some sort even if you're playing you know if you're a club you're you know to get together with the, your national team buddies is, yeah. uh, is always exciting and then after this long stretch yeah oh i it's going to be good. I think it's going to be fun, but it's going to get tougher. And then obviously you're going to get to a game if they win the group, which is probably going to be Haiti. That's not an easy, easy game. And obviously, and get. to But if you can get to that final, I would like to see them up against the best of Concacaf. That would be really fun. I mean, the U.S. and Mexico are the are certainly the cream of the crop. And then Honduras, Costa Rica, Canada, Sorry,
1: rankings-wise, Jamaica. Rankings wise, where are U.S. and Mexico right now. Do we do? They're that? always one-two. No, it's... I know in Concacaf, but if we're talking even World Cup, like where are they? Oh, I... are, they, are they both top ten? I know Mexico's top ten.
3: Are you talking the carbonated beverage sponsored FIFA World Rankings? <laughs> yes, that one. That's the one.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you that that means yeah. nothing. I know it means yeah. nothing, okay. but it that's not true because it does mean something because it means something <laughs> when you're getting placed and. Yeah. With the draw. Yeah. So it does mean something. Yeah. And that's my point. I'll tell you like, a story about
4: it going back to the qualifying for 2010. Uh,
1: were you playing? No. Nope. I'm just fucking with you. But you it was like, my- they're
4: doing the draw. <laughs> Probably could have been, though. Yeah. You could have been. Yeah. I think I could, you know, play one game and take a couple weeks off and lose another <laughs> ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't got another one to lose, Dad. <laughs> but, um, what are we talking about? <laughs> 20, 2010 <laughs> World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. So yeah. in 2010, rankings. they were doing the draw. Dale Mitchell's actually there. Canadian, the CSA's there, whatever. And they go, okay, we're going to do the, say the, you know, you UEFA draw now and we're taking rankings from today or whatever, recently, and gets to CONCACAF. And they're like, uh, CONCACAF, now we're going to do the draw and we're taking rankings from last year, October. Dale Mitchell's like, what the f- fuck? What? it's So it it put Canada in the worst spot. It's like, they course. just they just took whatever ranking suited them,
1: you know. And who'd that help out? Uh-huh. Well,
4: not us. <laughs> no, but <laughs> would it have been... Canada bring nothing to the table? Really? Right. Like in the Canada past- playing in front of no fans. This is a benefit for Canada. Having fans in the stadium at home or away does not benefit Canada. And I say if it was full of Canadians, it would be, but it's, but not. it's never been that. Montreal, we're doing a game in there, Canada-Honduras, World Cup qualifier. At least half the crowd are scalped tickets from the Hondurans that came up from New York. And then BMO was a sponsor, and they handed out those, those blow-up banging clapper things. All blue. Yeah. They were blue and white. And then, right, they're not tourist color. Oh, it was amazing. Honestly, I got stories, man. We we played Jamaica in Vancouver and they what did the CSA do? They hired a steel band and like a, a limbo bunch of dancers. And they're on the track and they're playing Jamaican like reggae music and everything else. It's like, well, I love all that. To be honest. Like I knew one of the guys in the in the band. But come on! <laughs> You know, steel pan
3: music versus Brian Adams. I mean, there's only so much, you know, at what Vancouver. About, what about Pop? I didn't I say can I didn't sing. like Our it.
0: Brian Adams with the steel drum band. Ama-
1: Could you imagine? Brian has have that. He has that. Yeah. He has a Christmas a song called Reggae Christmas. Does he? Oh, yes. Wow. Look it up. We should have him on the show. I don't gotta think be we should. I don't think Christmas. he's one of those people
3: that's being get being invited, be invited on things now. I think he's got himself on the on the wrong pages of the newspaper somewhat recently. recently. I do forget particularly what it was for. Perhaps just his political views or he's his, the, his he's blindness. The Canadian
0: Brian, kid. Brian, is
4: that right? I tell you what, yeah, he's in, an old in man in now. England, true. He is, and amongst musicians, highly respected. Yeah, huge. I do. went to a concert I, when I was back. I want late nineties, I guess. Wembley Stadium or Wembley Arena. Next door to it, the stadium, and went backstage. Kirstie Hines was there, um, lead singer. of Who? Roger, Roger Daltrey. Daltrey was there. Oh, what you like? They love Brian Adams. They think he's amazing. Put on a great show. Put Did they know who the you map. were?
1: Did Roger Daltrey go? Hey, Craig Foster. No, let's let's no. sing a song together.
4: But uh, one uh, when I played. For Colchester, we played at Wol- Wolves. I played there. lots with other teams, but back then they were in the fourth tier. So I'm on Lona Colchester. Yeah. And uh, Led Zeppelin guy, massive fan. Um, Robert Plant. Robert Plant of Wolverhampton Wanderers, and he's at the game. And I was just like, Robert Plant bought a ticket to see me? <laughs> How about that?
1: How about that? How about I actually that? got it for free. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> and they yeah. were paying you 50 pence a week to play. Yeah. Oh, so no, no. You yeah, were there well, for-
4: no, I was making more than, more than that. Okay, good. Not
3: but, much. Uh, instead of going into, what's the most money you ever made playing in England? I have another England question. When you were there, if, they, if you were amongst people who weren't football types, once they heard you speak, did they assume that you were a netball player? Did they assume that you played professional basketball in England? When, they- when you were over there, if you were a- around people who didn't know who you were, who were not football types, yeah. was there a perception based on your incredible height? That's what yeah. I'm complimenting. Yes,
4: <laughs> well, not that tall, but
3: because I often get mistaken yeah. for being a soccer player because I have the appearance of one. But of course, those of you who see me play know that I am absolutely.
1: I've not. never seen you play. I've just heard. Yeah, it's not good. But I believe yeah, that you're pointing that at me for come the summer because you're. You're not very nice about his football skills. Yes, yeah, but he's also very accurate. So you know who needs. So niceness. you know how bad a soccer player you are. I'm well aware.
4: I am absolutely aware. He's of. not that bad a player. He's just really slow.
1: So how So <laughs> I sprinted, how slow. I sprinted against Glenroy Gilbert, who was on the four by one Olympic oh, team. Oh, Dan. How slow
4: is slow? You'd have to give him nine yards over ten. <laughs>
3: were you here last week on the show when I said, "quote I for whatever reason I run like a four hundred pound man."
1: I know, but I can't believe that. You we don't were wondering whether like Sid and him. I know that's a great event. Well, I don't that's think we're going to. I
3: don't think we're going to be able to get that sponsored, and I'm certainly yeah. not going to show up in this the morning to
4: do that. If you wore that uh, ski suit he wore in that oh, race that would against be perfect.
1: I think he win. He'd get let's Aero, get him in be, one of those green suits aerodynamic. Let's get him in one of those green suits.
3: I think there'd be a great opportunity come the summertime to find a pitch in little Portugal, a turf field.
1: Yeah. You might have create to shave, some video content your hair to make it a little faster. I think I would have to do that.
3: I think I might have to shave just to get a real job, but that's just that's a story Well, I for think we day. also
1: have to do mm. the Can I score on a former professional goalie? Yes. So we get 10 shots each. Holy shit. Oh. I know Okay. We're, we're going to get this sponsored by a shoe company. Each, <laughs> right? Five shots each. The three of us. Danny doesn't do it. Sharm's has to. Why not? Danny. Okay. Danny. Danny. You imagine the pressure on Danny? Oh, if yeah. He, right?
0: Have he, you? Has Danny ever taken shots on you before?
4: Mm, yes. He has. He has. In in during what? a game. Oh, in this no.
0: game that
3: we played, that I was in. Well, that too. Yeah. Well. Right. But he was playing defense pro- I, that game though in that charity game. I don't think he so. was he was playing defense was if I'm say. not mistaken, yeah. wasn't he? We yeah, were he we were on the
4: same side. Yeah, he wasn't playing up. Front. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, the pressure on Dickyo. Yeah, Dicky, especially with his hips, right. right, and his bad back. Yeah, he's like an old lab, and his anger. <laughs> he would just get anger, yeah. angrier. Be an, an anger. old shepherd then. <laughs>
3: displeasure. <laughs> this, I do think that we're, you know, Footy Prime is growing to a point where we need merchandise. And I think there should be t-shirts based on things said in the show. So I think I like there that. should be a f- picture of Danny Dicchio's face and says that's with a quote that says he's like a 12-year-old German shepherd. Mm. And just the implication yeah. that it's bad bad hips and a bad back.
1: And yeah. a big picture of him smiling saying I hate Robbie Savage. Yeah. That could be another that could that's be another t-shirt. That's a great one. Where is monetizing opportunities. Knife? Yes. Yeah. We'll sell it. We'll sell it on Alibaba to the uh, t- to the billion Chinese people.
3: Uh, I want to talk about another uh, legendary bald soccer player who is only a few years younger than Danny Diccio, uh, but is very much at the top of his game and is a key piece of this Canada team, at least in this round and potentially in Qatar in what is 18 months away, 17 months away, which is
4: absolutely unbelievable to think about. A winter 2022. Can you World imagine Cup? how many more people are going to die building all that shit over there in the next 18 months? <laughs> Here,
3: I That's wanted crazy. to talk about the balance Sorry. between young and old in the Canadian national team, and now we're talking about <laughs> Norway and the protests today, uh, or the protests in these uh, these uh, Europe. And the qualifiers. Guardian
1: story of 6,500 migrant workers who died already for the Qatar games. I
3: think you're underselling it. Wasn't it 65,000? No, no. 6,500 is
1: me. what they can prove, but. People are being basically indentured servitude slash being turned into slaves to, ha- to build these stadiums.
3: So Erling Holland and Martin Udegaard, who are the two most famous uh, Norwegians, no disrespect to Pamadu Ka and uh, there's Josh King. There's a couple other famous Norwegians yeah. along the way. Uh, but certainly the, the top of their game, two stellar young players um, in Norway's, ahead of Norway's game, um, they wore t shirts that just read human rights. And the Norwegian Federation is, to my knowledge, the only federation that it says that they will boycott that tournament, which is massive because this is probably Norway's best chance. This is a real golden generation they have no with kidding. these two superstars to yeah. really make a name for
1: themselves. Yeah. That's incredible. And they
3: should probably qualify. Um, I'm not sure the specifics of their group, but they, they have a team in which they're they're very close to qualifying. So to take such a serious stance like that shows you know how serious they are about the cause. So to see that today has me ask the question, as we get closer and the way things kind of have been over the last year and that, do you think that Qatar will either, A, have to answer for some of these atrocities, um, more so than they certainly have so far, or do you think we might actually get to a point in 17 months where the World Cup isn't in Qatar and it's been relocated somewhere else?
4: Mm. No, I don't think they'll move it um, because they knew that they, you know, everybody is pretty well known that the reason why they got it in the first place was a, a corrupt FIFA and that's why they got it. Um, it's going to be fifty degrees Celsius. This is going to be ridiculous. Nobody even thought of that because it had nothing to do with that. It had all to do with filling their pockets to get that right. But they moved it to December,
3: so it's only thirty-eight degrees Celsius.
4: Yes. Okay. Summer, which is still impossible. Summer, which yeah. is still Houston, summertime. yeah. Peak. Yeah. Peak summertime. Yeah. Our summer, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. And Houston is a topic. But anyway, they knew all this was also happening in that country building other things so it's not like it's
1: a surprise we've heard stories i've heard stories about what's going on there. actually it'd be really hard for them to move it that way then if they already knew all about this Qatar could say you knew this we did this with the giant building there yeah what are we talking about yeah they've been using you're okay with this.
4: for for years they're building all those constructs
1: uefa fifa you're corrupt we know that yeah we're okay with that
4: yeah
3: in a weird way, and we'll see what happens with the Euros uh, and whether they play it exclusively in England, which is still on the table for this summer because it's supposed to be across twelve cities, which seems absolutely impossible with the current conditions that we're living in. The World Cup, uh, excuse me, the Olympics is supposed to be in Tokyo in June and July as well. They're having many issues with that, and I think they've made a blanket statement of absolutely no travelers beyond the no the travelers, yeah, be, beyond the athletes and the uh, federations involved. So. Come, we might be in a, a situation come twenty twenty two where it would be impossible to move it because it's the only way to kind of execute yeah. it, and it's the only infrastructure that's been built and set up to allow it. So
4: it's either you're absolutely it's you're right. either hosted here or don't have it at all. Or Don't have it at all, and or throw it into Mexico again because that's what they they've done. Well, when, I also was it 86 remember they did that. Was it eighty six World Cup? Somebody else was going to have it, and there was a. Was it was last second
3: reallocated? Was Did that have something to do with, I don't want to go down the road of, how young was Dunlop? I was born in 86, several <laughs> right. months after that tournament. Right. But yes, I do know that there had been
1: repositioned terms.
3: It's such a different world. It would be much more difficult to do that Dude, now. the
1: timing's pretty good because- uh, For Qatar? No, for me being your father. Oh. <laughs> you look alike. That's what I started having sex. You, oh, the, I, is that on the grace. board,
4: the calendar? Just wow, Just like how amazing. much more
1: experience you got than him. Look it. Hey? Just happy. Happy that my son has finally come back. Amazing. Jeez. It's
3: also amazing that I have more gray hairs than you. Yeah, that's something.
1: Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about that. We'll you're, see, though. This pandemic's putting some gray in my head.
3: We were talking about you know, watching March Madness together in another 10, 20 years, what it'll be like. You'll still look like you're in your 50s. I hope so. You don't really look 50 now. So
1: 54 and... Three weeks, unbelievable. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about this. But this- and it's all it's all DNA. I mean, I didn't do anything. This is bullshit. Like the whole. This is why I remember reading the whole bag of milk. Oh, bag of milk. But I <laughs> I told you I'm butterscotch pudding, man. Because yeah, right. I'm beige and sloppy. Yeah.
3: Um, Con- is condensed milk? Because he's definitely got more preservatives in
1: there. <laughs> no, definitely condensed milk. But you can only he's super sweet. <laughs> the, you know, they're doing all this. What you can change, lifestyle wise. But basically, 95, 19 out of 20 things in our body are changeable. And like with your, you can only change 5% of the approach with lifestyle changes, with exercises. Everything else is basically DNA from Neanderthals and like that. You are what you are when you're born in vitro. It's crazy how, you know, how weird this world is. Fake
3: news that you can change a whole bunch of things. I've been trying to run faster for 34 years, okay?
1: <laughs> well, you are so. faster. It's all,
4: you know. Relative.
1: <laughs> Going back to uh, qualifying, though, you went through, and you know what I'm like with the Canadian national men's team. Going back to 86, I've always been a supporter. And I get let down all the time, obviously. When you we did, all have been let yes, down in the past. Yes, but I'm older than you. I'm tr- I've am i got four, Good four more or five more of these. Well, at least things. you saw them in a World Cup. That's true. I did. I did. Um, but when you went from playing, was it... And I'm sure you have stories about being distraught about losing. So I want to hear that story. But then I also want to hear... How much time do you got? Yeah. I want to oh. hear that story. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, mean, I want to hear that. Wait the for the book, Dan. Wait but for the book. we still got to write it, Brendan. Um, I I want to hear about that, but I also want to hear how hard it is being a spectator after. So most traumatic oh, letdown tra- of uh The of most qualifying. disappointed
4: I'd ever been in, period, in a soccer match after losing, and that includes being smashed nine now at old
1: that was fun you hanging from the net though yeah like gonky,
4: donkey donkey
3: <laughs> he knew immediately he was an answer to a trivia question forever and he was just like but this is before social media so okay. he's like i'm gonna be in an encyclopedia
1: and i get to be in the newspaper on the world of today or whatever that newspaper is News the world. 30 years later world of today <laughs> The world of today. Look, I mean, the I'm, world of today is in I'm a much different place my, than it was yeah. then, buddy. I'm not here for my smarts. <laughs>
4: okay. Worst ever. Was losing in 1994 for qualifying for the World Cup in the States. We got to the last game in Toronto against Montreal, or against Mexico. If we won, we were there. We were tied on points going into the last game. But they, because they smashed everybody at Azteca, they had a million... Last goal differential. And we went 1-0 up. Went 2-0 up. It was disallowed. Hard to find that video anywhere.
1: Disallowed why, though?
4: All side, apparently. Yeah. So was, there was a
1: rich side, side oh, judge there was, at Oh, there point. was
4: a lot of... That was another one. Just talk about disappointment coming out. We got whistled. Like, there were so many Mexicans in that stance. Whistled and booed coming up for the warm-up. This game was at varsity? At varsity, yeah. Versus stadium, wow. The CSA promised us, no, no, it's going to be all Canadian. It's going to be great. Warm-up, we get whistled and booed. It was awesome. No, no bags of
3: urine thrown at you, though? No. So not, not a true Mexican away. experience then. Yeah. Yeah. Just feces. Yeah.
1: But they, they fall slower. But
4: losing that game and how close we were, and we got the half spot. Because then there was a one and a half spots then. If it was like now, we would have it would have been a celebration for both teams. We would have gone out with Mexican players because we love the guys. And,
1: what's the half spot? I forget that one. Uh, well,
4: it's not even like now. Now that we got three and a half in Concacaf, the half spots against usually Jordan or New Zealand. Yeah, it was, Eurasia. Like that. It was
3: right. Oceania the winner for Oceania. a time, and then it became Asia, I think, because yeah, there was a yeah they, they competed against.
4: Ours was Australia, home and away, and if we won that. We had to play Diego Maradona in Argentina, then we had to beat them, and then we went to the
1: world How cool would that wow. have been though? and we, won- Even- we lost some penalties to Australia and Sydney. That's right. they put that on the Soroo put it on their website and their Twitter, and yeah. it was you and Net all pissed off again. Oh. <laughs> Those were the worst penalties I think oh. well, they 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 beat you guys badly in the penalties. Yeah, we, I don't even you know if we scored one. No, I, don't, I think like so. Just like side-footing him. It was a, was playing. Remember, of course I remember. in the yeah. MLS
4: for years, or sorry, uh, Premier League for years. He you know, played until he was nearly just, just, We knew that that was our opportunity in Toronto, because the house spot really didn't exist, to be honest with you. Although Australia, when they beat us in Pens, they went and played them, and they lost 1-0 on aggregate on a fluke deflection in Buenos Aires. So they, you know, yeah, yeah, we weren't bad. Okay, we weren't so tough. then
1: when... You turned into a fan and a supporter of the Canadian men's team. There's obviously disappointment because there is with, for me. Yeah. So what? Which, which was the most disappointing point? Because we've had a few. Yeah. And I remember the one. Well, with I think zero it was a, on the like when we were close. Well, I think I was at the
4: end of my tether just because of going through CONCACAF with, you know, a, a leader that was. Corrupt as you could possibly imagine, Jack Warner and Seth Blatter, right, Trinidad, Trinidad, yeah, right to the very top. We we were always in trouble, you know, um, and never really had a level playing field. Now with an exciting team, at least we got a level playing field. We got a Canadian as the president of CONCACAF. He's not going to get involved at all, but at least it's a level playing field. We didn't have that.
3: It's such a unique region, and then uh, global soccer fans who are aware and those who have experience in CONCACAF absolutely get the verb. But it's part of my. Regular vocabulary, when something is supposed to go one way and it goes incredibly wrong and you just yeah. feel hugely screwed, it's like,
4: oh, I've just been conca <laughs> Remember, Remember the Gold Cup in 2003, I think it was? I was commentating with Jerry Dobson. Okay. It was in Soldier Field.
1: Your favorite. I think uh, uh, it was when atiba t came. Your favorite that. host, I think you said. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: Exactly. <laughs>
3: He said that just to get under yeah. James Sharman's skin. <laughs> yeah. It's also and, true. Uh, Continue, Soldier
4: Field. I mean, there's a uh, – something went on and Stoley went in and, I don't know, they gave a handball or something like that. There was no foul. Offside or some crazy thing. And it would have put Canada in a really good position. And I lost it on air. Did you? <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Well, good on you. Yeah. I'm calling it like you see Is it. Is there yeah. footage of
4: that somewhere, do you think? Like, well, I could go oh, yeah. back. You go back to, like, the 84 Olympics. And the crap that those guys had when they lost to Brazil on the penalty shoots in, in, uh, in Los Angeles. Mm. Like, Jerry Gray scored in regulation, perfectly fine goal. Mm. Referee, no. Nope. And he said to Jerry Gray, you have to earn the respect to beat Brazil. That's what he said. Like, it's, it, it's just, it goes on and on.
1: Is there a parallel? What? Sorry, is there a parallel? Sorry, B. Is there a parallel in the world?
3: To Canada in that situation? Not
1: just to Canada, but to CONCACAF, because it's not just us who's been screwed over. I'm sure there's other countries, too, in
3: CONCACAF. Well, you can look at in tournaments. Speaking of, what I was going to say was, and I thought you were going to go down this road of VAR, is for all the flaws that VAR has, I think what it actually has removed, or at least balanced out, is the opportunity for certain teams and federations to be targeted and be on the wrong end of being screwed. But
4: there's not var those a
3: lot of other games. No, no, of course. Right. Well, I, and and but going forward there will be. But I mean, I think it, as you look across oh, so. the board, yeah. for as many teams that have really benefited from var, the, like it seems to me like everyone has kind of been on the wrong end of it. Villa have been screwed hugely yeah. several times, but they've also really benefited from being on the right end of it occasionally. And I don't think that you can get that situation where you can be conca calft like that but I mean Canada's always the victim of that the. US can make some arguments on occasion against Mexico or maybe they felt that as well um, maybe they felt that the they were concacaft losing to Trinidad and not qualifying for the the last World mm-hmm. Cup in 2018 because that was huge and I think a lot of people may have thought that there was a bit of a target on the u.s programs back because Chuck blazer and you know leading to the fall of of, of FIFA kind of as a as an institution right so yeah. I think yeah. there's a, there a lot of people so maybe, that may have made look, that argument you look at as well
4: conca, Gavin, just we got Webb and you got Jack Warner and Chuck Blazer back then it just yeah those were the guys running right through and the crazy thing is we we knew as players how bad it was and how corrupt it was and we knew a lot of the things that were going on that were were made public when the FBI got involved. It's like right where where was everybody when we knew this was going on? This has been
3: happening for 30 years
4: years yeah.
3: it's it really is wild. There's some great documentaries on it. Uh, yeah. the cons- I think there's one on Prime called The Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have known that it was about FIFA if not for all the soccer balls in the title. And uh, very good. And Panorama done a few exposés on this before. And it's yeah. it kind of is amazing that the game and the business is allowed to mm-hmm. grow and continue to exist when there are a lot of these, you
4: know, what's going on here? Question the guy from Panorama, when they did that, that was story they started priding around uh, Jack Warner years ago. Right. Yeah. Wild. He was poking in there for a long time, that reporter. I can't remember his name. He was, he was amazing. That so was, that
1: 2003 game at Soldier Field where you lost your shit, yeah. was that the most memorable as a fan? Because you're a fan at that point. Yeah. Or was there still one? To be able to, it was that you know... qualifying when it was, I think, 2008, 2010, where we'd beaten... Like I think it was El Salvador, and we had a like back to back, and then we blew. Like,
3: You're thinking about losing to Honduras. It was Honduras, sorry. Twenty twelve, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah, ahead it. of the twenty fourteen oh, World geez. Cup. Oh. That was that was to get to the final stage of qualifying. Of qualifying, Comunicats, yes, which they hadn't been able to do for. That's why it was yeah, such a big deal because it four was, cycles before right. they were so close. There was right. a golden generation. Yeah. Dero was an MVP at his peak. Atiba was, you know, arguably at, at his peak, although you could say he's still there. To be honest. Um yeah that was that to, for me that was definitely the toughest because and similar to your situation where against Mexico that was the moment. Yeah. if you had if you were able to hang on to that win in Toronto and beat Mexico, you know that you would have qualified yeah. and while Canada still had to go to the next stage, I just think it would have been it would have been different. It t- talk about polar universes and what might have happened what if yeah. if if they had qualified and if they had beat Panama, I think they needed to beat Panama in Panama and they would have been through and they didn't, D. Rowe got injured, almost a career-ending injury. They end up going to Honduras without D. Rowe, who was their best player at the time, and get absolutely thrashed 8-1 in a game that they're still looking to shake off. But I do feel quite confident as a as a Canadian supporter and someone who watches the team closely with a media eye that this generation right now will be able to remove a lot of those stains and those stings. I'm not saying they're going to qualify for 2022, but come 2026, when the World Cup is here, I truly believe you won't be able to say, ah, they're just there because they're hosting it. Well, they earned it to be there. The
1: other thing is, best assistant coach ever, Danny Dickey. <laughs> I thought Good you were talking about Stephen DJ. Caldwell. <laughs> Good old Deitch, part of the national Deitch team. is and part of the national team.
4: He's there. That's well, why he's not with us tonight. That's and right. They'll be putting the camera on tonight when they're knocking in
1: the sixth or seventh goal, I'm telling yep. you. Well, let's let's look for him. Let's, because uh, he was. I I was bugging him, and I was like, "Are you going to be able to call us?" And this from, from the, the match? No, 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 no. I just <laughs> yeah, said from the bench. Actually, we we want. I just want to get, know how your producer mind works. No, then. no. So I'm still said, new to this whole operation. Out, Are you going to get some time? And then Craig was. Greg was giving the gears because he did it. He goes, they take your phone at the border? Yeah. Like, what, oh, I what happened? I just texted him and said, hey,
4: how's things going, Deech?" Yeah. Nothing we for, were like, just two like, days. So I went, yeah. did they take your phone away? Yeah.
1: And so... It wouldn't surprise me. No, it's... Well, they're in Orlando, so I don't know if that's... A- no, because,
4: I, like, Herdman.
1: Oh, Herdman. Oh, okay. Well,
4: just, I mean, I'm not... I'm just being kind of... I'm joking, but is so... Herdman will have um every single second... And he's been thinking about this, probably losing sleep for months. And the meetings that he'll put those coaches under and everything, they take every single minute. Because when you really think about it, you better be prepared because you got these yeah. guys for a very short period of time. Like everybody goes, oh, national team coaches. Oh, he's so, no, no. It's like, you got to understand, they, they don't coach these guys. They don't get, if you had them for a month, different, right?
1: Well, the term manage really comes to, to, comes to point, right? Like these guys get off the f and plane, mm-hmm. and they haven't seen each other. So hey, let's get all together at yeah. first, and you know and they're then- going to
4: be excited. That's right. So you almost got to temper that a little bit, as well as the fact that let's be honest, guys like um Alfonso, yeah, he's coming from Bayern Munich. Yeah, you got a lot to live up to as a man. You know what I mean? Like sure. It's just... The expectations
3: are much higher. Yeah. And that's what's interesting. You look at when John herdman took the job, where Canada was to, compared to where they are now, and it's as if decades have passed. I mean, even in comparison to 2019, really, the last time we saw Canada play, the expectation yeah. of this side now really has been elevated. That's the very cool thing, I think, about soccer on this continent right now because you can say the same with the U.S. team who throttled yeah. Jamaica 4-1 on Thursday yeah. and the conversations that the American media would be having now in comparison to when the last you know time they fully saw them in November 2019 is Josh Sargent, the number nine. Weston McKinney is now a, you know, one of the first names on the team sheet at Juventus. Christian Pulisic, you know, it's no longer the number one guy, and he's still maybe potentially the number one guy in, in CONCACAF, depending on who you speak to, really. Mm-hmm. I just think it's incredible that, you know, the game on both sides of the border is – elevated and growing at a stage where it's it's a very exciting time it, it truly is one of the most exciting it, times. it for is
4: but then when you say the the growth like I, I look at Canada been here back here for you know 20 years I was away for 20 years and I was sort of probably not really aware and you know you're sort of doing your own thing but come back and it's like you know it was always kind of Fragmented, you know, the, the provinces and the clubs, and the clubs don't care about the national team and their funding, little bits of money, and you know, who gets voted in the province. They don't have to worry about the CSA, they have to worry about the clubs because the clubs are the ones voting them in and the pyramid and everything. The system, the actual system itself, and you see these guys come together and you're like, well, okay, Alfonso Davies, Vancouver Whitecaps. Does any of this happen because of the CSA? Does any like all these players? Are they coming through a system and are now a generation that we've developed? No. The same applies now as it did when I was younger. Is that the ones that have great support from family and, and their community or whatever, and they end up heading over to Europe or doing or you know chasing whatever? And next thing you know, it's like, oh look at that, they're doing so well. Oh, he's Canadian. You know, it's not nobody's you know developing really, I and mean, you know it's it's the the it's few and far between, and the trickle is still a trickle to Europe. It is a trickle, yeah.
3: It, it's great points that you bring up because as much as it, you know, I may maybe have made it sound like the Canadian game is in a, a truly healthy place. It's in a better place, yeah. But there's so much room to grow, and well, there's just still the fact a lot of could, holes. If you to want to throw. talk
4: from positives, like come back here, MLS. We got three MLS teams, three teams now, and even and look, three academies.
1: A, it's CPL. You know, you you guys called games for them. You worked at one soccer. CPL. Watching. That's right. CPL. And this goes back to you know, there's I think there's three or four guys from the CPL league on the Olympic qualifying team.
4: It's understandable uh, if you're uh, somebody who's growing up not a in a football family, yeah. and you understand it. Like it's so complicated. You got Olympics. Was that a big deal in football? Well, not like for me it wasn't. Like it's not the pinnacle. But for a lot of sports in Canada, people Olympians, Olympians, like. Did you play in Olympics? No, it's under 23.
3: I feel like there's a particular excitement around these Olympic games because we haven't had an international tournament for longer than usual. So yeah. just the idea of them getting together at a time in which, uh, because of the Olympics, because of the Euros, uh, the way th- with the Gold Cup being played every two years, or eventually it'll be I think it'll be played every year, this falls at a not-as-important Gold Cup year. So, there's much more interest, especially as the game continues to yeah. develop. And- I'm
4: not taking anything away from the Olympics, and the guys yeah. get a chance because it's a great development uh, situation for them to get another game at international level. Sure. But it's not the U- U20 World Cup.
3: It's another step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A lower step.
4: Yeah. I mean, I actually agreed to play in the Olympics in Sydney. Oh, wow. If we qualified. Oh, okay. I couldn't play in qualifying because that was the first one I think you're allowed to play one over The overage
3: player players. For- Just one. Yes, so the the yeah, so you wow. would have been the
1: exemption of the time. Overage would have been—you were thirty-three because we're the same age. When, yeah, I guess it would have been yeah, yeah. Uh, although summer, so you would have been thirty-two, yeah. and that was—and the overage was back then. It was always twenty-three and under. Yep.
3: It's a twenty-three, 23 and, under and under tournament. Yeah.
1: Okay. They the FIFA don't want.
4: See, the women are full, because the women's game is developing fast, really, really quickly, and. But they want to keep that. It's right. another development tournament, and it's great uh, showcase. Um, man, they don't want that. They don't want to have two champions like FIFA. I mean, the World Cup stands on it. So you can put all the other sports together and sure call it the Olympics. And, right? Well, it's, also a f- you, it's a FIFA and a
3: money-sharing thing, to be honest, because yeah. they wouldn't want to allow the federations. You know, the, they'd yeah. have to pay yeah. the federations more to participate. No, no, but, absolutely. But, but the, I
1: have to say, you know, we've talked about it before, but I was never privy to. Just because the way Canadian television was, was the Euro Cup, right? Like Euro. And then all of a the sudden. European Championships. Whatever you want to call it. Sure. European Championships. I, I, I stand corrected. Thanks. No, Euro's okay. Thanks, Brandon. Um... <laughs> it's Brendan, actually. Oh, stand corrected twice. <laughs> you stepped into that. <laughs> I really did, Brandon. Um, so, you know, then talking to Craig at Sportsnet, this is, and he's like, these. this is sometimes a better tournament. Because the teams are higher ranked. Well, it's a much better tournament. Less, than you know, l- less. The Olympics? No, the Euro. The, the, the Euro. Oh, excuse Champions me, League. sorry. But no, you're, no, you're, no the, the Euros. Years, you're talking about the Euro. The Euros. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Euros.
4: Well, okay. Well, the the European champ is a little bit different now because they've expanded to twenty four teams.
1: Right. When it was. When it was 16, sixteen teams.
3: Or eight. It was eight for a long time. Yeah.
4: Going back, yeah. They, so when Greece won strong. in 2000,
1: God, 2000. Oh, there was only 16. 2004? Thanks for
3: bringing that up, you big jerk. Yeah, I know. There was, 20s, maybe Portugal there was only Portugal in Portugal. i know I'm oh, still But my biggest... point
1: is that was set up.
3: to tell you that story. 20. Okay, give me the story. <laughs> before you tell me, well, no, what were you going
1: to say? <laughs> well, was that 24? Was that 16? Like how that was 16. good? Are... 16. Yes. It's and just expanded. This is when to 24. we were. We were both. You and I had become friends about a year and a half before, and we were hanging out. and He. he We were watching these games, and that was when you you told me this is a better tournament sometimes because the quality of not just the 1 to 16, there's just the quality of the players that are playing at professional level. Yeah,
4: it's a
3: great standard. The gap between 1 and 16 in Europe is so much smaller than the gap between even 1 and 6 in CONCACAF. I like when you talk about gaps. Thank you. There's a big wide gap when you're talking about <laughs> New Zealand versus any of the top teams in mm-hmm. Europe, true right. and that's not a shot at New Zealand, no, no. but mm-hmm. you know in competing in Oceania where their best competition is a, a Thomas Rungan coached American Samoa and Tonga right. and whatever other Polynesian yeah. island ends up in their <laughs> tournament, like New Zealand's just the automatic qualifier because they've they able to fund the best program, so yeah. they kind of always kind of get that seed right is so easy 15, nothing. Point.
1: And now you were gonna tell you were gonna get upset about Portugal and Quick Greece. Story. Yes. Euro two
3: thousand four. Yes. Okay. So I was in it was my senior year of high school. Uh, so, my, so it was my last year in high school before I moved to Toronto. OAC
1: or grade thirteen,
3: or like No, this I didn't I was I didn't um, have OAC. I he was in the, the grade twelve
1: cohort. year. So there was you were in yeah, grade It was 12. the year after the double cohort. Right. So it was
3: my senior year in high school seventeen years old before moving to Toronto to embark on this fantastic
1: so American Wealthy journalism saying, career. So American saying senior. Yeah. No one says senior in oh, well, Ontario. Oh,
3: well, I grew up in Windsor. So I. Oh, that's where senior. I'm like, I also don't understand whether in Celsius. We were just having a conversation about it being 40 degrees Celsius, and I'm like, oh, yeah, 100. 20 degrees. Oh, 40 degrees. Right. You grew up in Windsor. I grew up in Windsor, Ontario. Wow.
4: So, you know, it's like, here's it's, a quick property in Canada.
3: It has long been, s- <laughs> although crazy boom. When I left, you could buy. Here's another great story. My friend bought a house in 2002 for fifty thousand dollars. How much? Fifty thousand. Fifty. And it's a it's a bungalow, uh, two and a half bedrooms, uh, one and a half 63. bath. In 2012, <laughs> listed it to to buy a new place. Sat on the market for six seven months. Ended up uh, selling it eighteen months later. Worked some overtime at the factory. Bought the new place. Kept the other one. Rented it. Sold it eighteen months later for fifty grand. So from 2002, <laughs> fifty grand in 2013 when he finally pulled the trigger on Quite the an sale. investor? Yeah, 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 exactly. Fifty grand. In fact, <laughs> buy high, sell low. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I think I may have the numbers wrong. I feel like he even lost money. Maybe it was he bought it for he yeah, sold it for fifty. With the, with the real estate fees. But now it's insane. But now it's insane. Okay, quick 2004 story. So how I endured this horrendous final because as a proud Portuguese Canadian, this was my moment. And here's the thing about Portugal. Talking about Canada's golden what's generation. What's your Portuguese name? Name?
1: Like, what would you? What's your mother's, mother's name? Yeah, what's your oh, maiden name? Oh, it's Felix.
3: Strong French Portuguese name. <laughs> Felix is okay. the maiden name. It's also my middle name. And maybe I made a mistake by not making that my stage name in television because I feel like Felix Dunlop, strong name. So, Very. you know, if I you know knock on the door, it's a Friend CBS down well, there
0: in the states. I, no, I, Felix Dunlop, stronger yeah, Felix. name. Right? I feel like that could be a huge. Uh, Get your licks with Felix Dunlop. Hey, it's not too late. Licks and kicks, the podcast. Licks
2: and kicks! It's
4: not too late.
3: To change the name? Felix. Okay.
0: There it is.
4: Well,
3: let's see if you remember it come the end of the show. I mean, I got the hair for a Felix right
1: now. End of the show? end of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's
3: let's see if it sticks. We'll we'll, uh, poll the
1: listeners. Come the next podcast. Let's see how many tweets we get. I know we've been waiting for this story, but I'm also going to put you on the spot. Can we cut your hair on Footy Prime? So here's the thing. Driving over
3: here, and I look at beautifully coiffed Jeff Cole, how are all these hipsters in this neighborhood getting haircuts? Because I haven't been able to because Doug Ford won't allow me to go to the barber. But everyone
1: seems to have some great, beautiful fade, and well, I'm looking like a Quebec major geez, junior league geez, hockey geez, coach. Geez, brother, you, uh, you look like uh, Guy Tremblay for the Shawinigan uh, Ramparts.
2: Ah, uh, the Shawinigan Ramparts. Tabarna! Where are you from?
1: I'm from Shawinigan. <laughs> great Quebec name. Okay, sorry, back to your Portuguese heritage and the soccer game.
3: I, what I was going to say was Portugal hadn't really been established as an international power for 30 years. Eusebio in the 60s put them on the map and then they had 30 years of nothing. Really nothing. So
1: as a soccer
3: team, as a, not soccer a nation, construction well, team, as a saw as an international competitive
4: That's soccer terrible. <laughs> team. Terrible. Just because you're Chinese doesn't mean you can make comments oh, I'm about also other Portuguese. Oh, you got everything in yeah. you. You're Manuel. Freaking, honestly. I don't know if you knew that. Manuel, really? Yeah, my
1: great-grandfather.
3: How do you know right? it's from Portugal, not the other side of the Iberian Peninsula, it which could is be. Spain?
1: We could be. I got Portuguese, Spain, and 5% of me, one-twentieth of me is either Portuguese or Spain.
3: Dan Wong, our Asian Galatian brother. That's hey? right. Galatian. How Galatian. about that?
2: Galatian. There you go. Thank we you. include the northern, uh, northern yeah. Iberian and, Peninsula. He originates they.
4: from Madagascar, his DNA. Oh, wow. Yeah. Came, wow. across, the, came across uh, the peninsula.
3: 23 and me exactly. really just threw attached. everything at you, it was eh?
4: probably attached then. Oh. Could, you,
3: could you imagine what that would have been like in the sample? Because you know that the, it's not truly accurate, right? If you sent no. your DNA to yeah. the, all five of the companies, you'd get different responses. That's true. So there's definitely someone in the lab that sees like there's a fluctuality, and they're just like, hey, who wants to take bets on which country we can throw in here? Like, well, it all <laughs> depends on sure like who's
4: doing it. You can imagine some intern sitting there just, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference? you actually with- give them information. Yeah. A lot. Oh, so it's like a psychic, they could just Yes,
2: it's
0: like going to one of those psychics. Uh, so yeah.
4: here you walk in thinking yeah. like okay. Are you white? Yes. Are you, you know, I, you see, know. I see
2: I see a a man is it is it my father yes i think it's your father and he's and he's floating above us and he used to work in some kind of uh uh was it the factory yes he worked in a factory and that's where he lost his both his legs yes both his legs it's just like that 23 and me
3: also why are the psychics always from long island or some like distinct accent you know strong part of america you never hear like a, a generic American accent psychic. It's, like, it's always they're from Central Florida. They're from it's Long it's Island. Never like,
4: uh, uneducated.
1: Don't go there. <laughs> I was going to say Connecticut. It's no. Hey, you think I, I can Greg. read the stars and dead people without a PhD? Craig?
3: <laughs> you might have been the best goalkeeper ever, but people think you play netball.
2: Craig?
3: <laughs> I love that we went down this road. I still haven't told the 2004 story. No, no. Story. Please tell the story. Quick ending. So Euro 2004 was such a big deal because they were hosting the tournament.
4: Oh, Euro 2000. And you're was in high school, so you're the perfect. You're just excited. Absolutely. And you're yeah. at home. Just finding lose. someone they of legal drinking lose. age Greece to buy.
3: Shit. Greece were garbage. They were I garbage. watched it in the electronics department at Leon's Furniture where I worked. I told the boss I had to work until 5 o'clock on this Sunday. I worked every weekend. I said, look, I will clock out at 2.45 and come back and work until 5.30 or whatever. If you just let me sit in electronics and watch this game, I got to watch Portugal win. Luis Figo, Rui Costa, this golden generation who is aging. This was their this was their last hurrah, and that it was shit. Ronaldo's first hurrah oh. at home. They had to do this against a team that had no business oh, being no in the chance. final. Yeah. And Greece stole a winning goal and stole a moment away from myself, 10 million Portugueseers, and worst of all, a young Cristiano Ronaldo that really would have just changed the course of... Okay, I want to soccer, change the change the
1: narrative. If you're Greek, what would you explain the Greek narrative? If you winning Greek, the Lotto Max, no, no, like you said, stole.
4: But, oh, the Greek, they they went nuts. Like, yeah, um, but was it a well played game? No, they no, won no, the no, Lotto no, Max. They won every single game with one like one header, one 0 no. one 0 no. one, no. one chance. Like it was it was it was amazing. To be fair, that's what I want to do. Portugal played in that tournament. Pretty well, like the, I, better than they did when they won when, in Euro twenty it, sixteen. Absolutely,
3: right. absolutely You can't deny that. And like had a better team. You, you can't deny Winning Tournaments,
4: you don't have to play the best football.
0: But that's the winning thing a about, tournament That's is the different. thing about football and soccer is that, like, you can have one fluke goal, one fluke header, one fluke, you know, own goal, whatever. It's a one game. There it is. Yeah. But I, but if I may, yeah. I got to talk about that game. I was watching that game. With my, at the time, Irish girlfriend's family at the Irish club in London, Ontario. Now the Irish Ooh, Portugal,
3: ginger, Greece at the, was she a ginger? Was
0: she a ginger? She was not. She was she was dark. Whole family dark hair. But yeah. here's the thing. So that was 2004. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Ireland had missed out on that Euro. I'm pretty sure that Ireland missed out, or they were they were out of it, and some weird thing. But they were. Yeah,
4: it was tough to qualify because there's only 16 teams. That's
0: right. So. The thing about that was the Irish took on; they immediately backed Greece. They immediately backed Greece. The underdog. So think that's the thing. So think about all the underdogs around Europe, around the world, who were saying, "Okay, this is the underdog. This is the, the the team that nobody's given a shot to," and or or even just people in general. It's like, well, yeah. you know, I've been fighting to work. You know, at my thing for you know eight people bucks in an general. Hour. I love that. It's true. So Portugal is this like, wow, look at these attractive men, and then look at Greece. It's like, <laughs> oh God, the hair. And so, but yeah, who was it up front? The big uh,
3: for big, Portugal at that time? No, no, um, for Greece. Yeah, was it Kerystias? Was he the, yeah. the goal scorer, yeah, the winner, tall, the like, hero? Yeah. So, so
0: there right. you go. But this was—it's this, this was not. Good. This was not just a game. This yeah. was a whole. It, it was a statement for all the underdogs, all the less. For attractive, southern Europeans everywhere. Oh, you know what? You, not you, saying
3: you, Stavros versus Nuno's all, all, all day over night, the world. Well, they got to another
0: level.
4: Yeah. Now, now in a tournament you expand a tournament to 24 teams mm-hmm. let's say you got okay those other eight teams in there four team not very strong yeah they would study and because you can actually and which makes that tournament and if, if they go to 48 world cups you're going to do the same teams are going to come in and the first thing they're going to think of don't lose do yeah. think win just don't lose like the, yeah. you know they defend international football is is isn't always attractive because of the way it's set up right yeah well let's 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 say this i'll i'll say one country
0: iceland
3: you're saying what about iceland
0: it's a small place right well no it's it's that. so iceland's <laughs> iceland's run when they made it to the what was it the euro 2016 so when they made it as far as they did, it
4: was kind of like a and last season. eight. I think they made the quarter. Points. Yeah, which was who, they who beat would think England that, in the last well, sixteen? Yeah, we. I mean, yeah, most people that didn't know football, or really as much as we did because we followed it so well. But we we covered it sports in all those qualifying World Cup qualifiers before. Mm. So they got into a playoff with Croatia and missed out on the World Cup. Right. Player, right. So they've been really strong. I think they, they were building. One, like they cruise through, and it was like, "Holy shit, might be Iceland, but this is a good team." So it wasn't really a surprise when they beat England. It was like, other than most people were going, "Holy shit, you lost to Iceland." Well, okay, on when you think about the whole scheme, but it doesn't matter that team. Yeah. Well, they're see their their coaching related, system because there's only there's like the population is what how many three hundred thousand, yeah, maybe, yeah, four hundred thousand, yeah,
0: compared yeah. to let's say you're up against England sixty million right like i mean so you got uh,
4: 150,000 males
0: yeah
2: and at those and then games the age
4: group or whatever so you're looking at like literally hundreds every coach right down to the youth have to be uh, a certain level qualification to be able to coach
3: european certified right
4: through iceland oh wow so what they did was they they basically went into the just went listen they, we've got to just work on coaching we're going to build the best coaches which will inevitably be build the best players that we can possibly be. Did you say inevitably? Inevitably, I did. Indubitably. I nearly bit my tongue. One of the words that I
3: avoid or try to avoid on air is probable. Probable. I am incapable of saying
4: probable without
3: pausing and settling on the word. Maybe that's
4: your Portuguese background.
3: It could be that. Or Irish.
4: (laughs) Probably. It could be. (laughs) be. I try and
1: stay away from the words moist panties. Because no one seems to like those words. Are you wearing the panties? The moist. <laughs> panties. Oh man,
3: it's uh, we, uh, So what happened to Nigel? Did he get arrested? No, Nigel's. Do we know? <laughs> no, he's got the day off. I hope he got arrested. That's. I think he, he may have been arrested. Old um, English bastard. So
1: there are no footy picks this week because it's a dark week. Did you know that it's an international break?
3: Wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that, but well, it's an international. international break. Sorry. For, so,
4: for our, usually for EPL, yeah, for Euro 20,000,
1: 20, right?
3: Yeah, 20,000, yeah. you know what, I, I don't want to come in here, I don't want Sharman to think like, oh, young, beautiful Dunlop is coming,
1: in <laughs> and is that what he would say? That's what he would say, <laughs> he's like, yeah,
4: that twat, that beautiful haired twat with his <laughs> he was great looking lights, at your beard, he, he, right? did, he wasn't convinced, he was, he was convinced that you dyed it. Might be, I know, absolutely convinced. Yeah, super. But I actually jealous. believe you. He's super I when you jealous. Really look closely. That would be hard to. Yeah. Yeah. He, he
1: could be. He could be called Steve Bitterman. I've seen him because <laughs> he's quite, quite bitter. That young man. Oh, well, you, you got to give his him a, his an dad English drop from you
4: know, I know. You put and him look at the, him on the, the other rugby team that they're yeah, playing. Yeah, and look so you at play him. on their team.
3: But he would be tragic. Give one of those dual gender Storm. names, Ashley or Lindsay. He'd be like, that sounds more like. Doesn't he look especially with that gray hat that he wears all the time now? Lindsey Bitterman going to be head to
1: <laughs> He runs e. a great pie company though. Give me the Balti.
3: You know that's that be it. Who do
1: you who do you cheer for if it's not Portugal? Is it England?
3: No, it's Canada. It's Portugal and Canada.
1: I'm talking about in in Euro International soccer? Yeah.
3: No, I mean I'd like to see England do well, but that's only because it's my
4: dad's. Well, no, international we were tough choice. It. Like but... a lot of people will be like, "Oh, you're biased towards so and on, so and on, so." On, so, on. so I was like you know, quite honestly, when all those terms, didn't matter what. I what was do you just, cheer for? Yeah. I was just hoping that these games are going to be exciting and, mm. you know, and people go, oh, this is a great spectacle. That's what all all I cared about. And the it's the thing I hated Man United. I don't care. Man United was one of the main reasons why I had a full-time job on TV. Yeah. And when I was younger or whenever, and even think of when I didn't really know television or how business worked even, like, is like, why do they keep showing Man United? I want to see, you know. Ipswich or whatever. Nobody wants to see that. Well, the numbers are lower. You know what I mean? So when you're paying high right fees, the you know, sports nets and the TSNs of the world are going to put on the best game to get the best audience.
1: Well, no one ever wants to see any English Premier League team that ends with town. They've got to change that. I
3: think Shrewsbury Town has yeah, to differ. Well, In you have to have a cathedral.
1: FH. No, not but town, have town, to have a cha- I have to tell you because it literally just means small. Not as Ipswich. I mean, in
4: all, it, it's, I know they were good. Ipswich, yeah, oh, exactly. You were good. I mean, really, I played for a village. It was, I mean, they were tiny. Yeah, I didn't even realize it.
1: Like a hobbit village, because you would have been towering. Oh, everybody
4: people. in England when everything's like, ta- yeah, right, yeah.
1: was it like Bilbo and Frodo were the guys at the pub with you? And <laughs> they're yeah. like, but... oh, look at Gandalf. Gandalf was walking in. There's Craig with his well, blocks. that was it.
4: That's why my nickname Stacks. Same thing, right? I wasn't walking to a pub; I was walking to the dressing room. Well, Craig, I He's I've been in, in a few in. pubs
0: in England. I'd say at least you know whatever had a hundred that, that many. Well, you got
1: to because it's and
0: I've had to duck, dude. And I'm like ten five ten. Oh, the old ones too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness! So you just walk in like, and they're
2: like, oh look, there's one of them ones from the from the books, from the movies. <laughs> Look at that, Mister Forrest. That's why they call him Forrest, because of the trees. What the hell kind of accent was that? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm off. Bye, guys. You and
1: Dunlop
4: could have you should, an English you accent. Study, off. You should study the Suffolk accent. The Suffolk accent. Yeah, pull it when you, you should just pull it, and then next week see if you can pull it off. All right. And that's it's your like Arsenal
3: like voice. Like What's yours? What's your really right? good accent?
1: What, where's it from, from? England.
3: Yeah, I think I have a, a kind of generic all over. I, I there's some type of northern influence accent that I that I do, but. Uh, I will tell the West Ham story quickly. I think I've told Craig this before, but I don't know if I've told this on the show. The first time I went to England, well, the, my buddy, Mark Gallant, he's a Newcastle fan. So we bookended Newcastle weekend. It was the time where Derby, Newcastle versus Sunderland, the biggest rival. We went Ooh. to that match first, and then Villa played Fulham no the next kidding. weekend. So we squeezed in. We were really lucky because we actually squeezed in an eight-day trip. We squeezed in five games. So we, but we started in Newcastle, and Newcastle, Craig, you can attest, it's a very unique part of England. So for me, my in, my introduction to physical England, going there, Newcastle, a very incredible place. Maybe
4: were you, were you aware of all this before? Oh, of course. Okay,
3: Jordy, sure, I was all it. Oh, of course, mate, tiger, tiger. That's why we went. I was single, so. I would say Newcastle is maybe the New you Orleans. You went to Newcastle when New, you're single. New you Orleans. Have all the fucking choices. Well, in hold on. I would just saying it was the first place. I didn't say it was the only place.
2: <laughs> that would be my last choice.
3: <laughs> no, but listen, am I right to say that Newcastle is the New Orleans of England for a non-traveler, or the Atlantic City of England? No, I think New Orleans in the sense that it's very distinctly its own culture, right? Oh, I it's, see. it's 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 yeah. very different. Real party town, but also like the people are just
4: quite unique to the mm-hmm.
3: grand. In grand comparison to to England yeah. as a whole,
4: right? Yeah, yeah. very and, tribal. I mean, a lot of England, incredibly tribal.
3: tribal but. but 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 also like <clears throat> much like Newfoundland to Canada. There's another
4: comparison, perhaps, right? Just
3: very distinctly different, proud people, different part of the world. So we'd gone there for Newcastle and Sunderland, and we've gone to see Aston Villa and Fulham. And the Geordie Shore girls, and the Geordie Shore Tiger Tiger was amazing. But that to, for that to be my introduction to England, I mean that was just that was just wild. It was incredible. So much so that I don't even remember how I got onto the story about talking about. Newcastle. Were they playing
1: against Sunderland?
3: It was. That was my first Premier League match in. It was person. about West St. Ham, St. the biggest Park. rivalry.
1: I'm bringing you back to the West Ham story. It was
3: at Saint James's Park. Yeah. Although that was the season, it was the Wanda Park. That they oh right that they just taken the sponsorship money from Wanda who charges six hundred percent interest on loans. It was
1: a big scandal. They're three right? bucks on a hundred kind of place. Oh, horrible!
4: Well, that well the fact that uh, Ashley took it, it didn't matter what the sponsor no. was, right? Even even if they- it was,
1: then, and
3: they had Sports Direct all over the place. <laughs> oh yeah, incredible town. Honestly, I loved it. Loved the people. Loved me and Nuki Brown to drink. You know. Or, uh, or it's not as good as Amsterdam, but I would love, you know, I enjoyed my time there in Newcastle. But one of those games that we were squeezed in, we saw Watford, not Watford, excuse me. No, Watford and West Ham. West Ham at the time, though, were in the championship. We also saw League at One. At Upton Park? At, uh, it was at Upton Park. Nice. And this is the story. I also saw Cheltenham and Charlton. They were League One at the time. Saw that as well. At the so valley? was able to at the valley, beautiful place, incredible, right? Yeah. yeah I think I, I got a scarf for two pounds and a coffee and a pie for four. It was amazing, or maybe it was less. I think I feel like I just spent a fiver and I got all of it. It was incredible. Uh, the valley, cool place, but Upton Park was was special. I'd gone to meet um a friend at it's Stratford, I think, uh, at the time where they were just kind of building it up to be the Olympic Park as it was. Right. And it was like, "Oh, well, it's it's near Upton Park, like you'll be fine just jump on the train again." Okay. A few Guinnesses deep, like now we're rushing it. And in North America that is normal to show up at kickoff after kickoff. It's a common thing. Not in England. I hate it. It's though. not just accepted. So you know, I hate it. So we're getting off the train and I I've got to pee. We're three beers deep already. We just rode the train for 15 Broke minutes. Broke the seal. I've got I've I've broken the seal. So we see a pub and there's uh, you know, People st- literally stumbling out of it like a pandemic. It looks, it looks like a like an like, apocalypse. Hell, what like. You gonna
4: get to the bathroom, <laughs> right?
3: So, I uh, so I go inside. Like, oh, I, d- I gotta go, man. I can't make. We can see the stadium now. I am like, Mark, I gotta dip inside. So, I I enter the pub and there's a lineup, but it's in it's near the front. There's just a strange spot, and it it seemed like this must be the washroom, but what a weird place. So I say, scramble, frazzled, and I've got a full bladder. Yo, is this the lineup for the washroom? The entire line turns around. One guy with tattoos all the way up his face, and he scratches West his neck Hame as United he looks at me. He goes, "Well, it's the key for the toilet, mate. Yeah." I went, oh, "Okay, great, thanks." <laughs> I, so I, I went to the urinal. I peed like sideways so they could see everything behind me. I was just, I was terrified, but yeah, quite the experience. Why were you scared? In part.
4: oh, you got to You, you got to see. They look, like these guys are just my American scary accent. Looking. Immediately well, you'd be scared.
3: Yes, my my, you know what they assumed was American accent. Yeah, immediately, you know, the Coined the prospect of
4: violence. That's the should problem. we have a guy with him? Excuse me, where's mm. the washer? Yeah, to be it's like, like it's like should that... we kick this Yank's ass like it's one of them? Like, like that I'm Canadian Rick, do you Think anymore. you're American? Like that would be one time when I would throw an accent. I wouldn't. Just, I would. Just, I would definitely say it's just cute for the loop. Well, do you remember that? That's the, the your accent. Well, day. just something that's not so Canadian. Oh, okay. Although, when a lot of time when I talk with there it, would be like I got to this point where it's like Irish, kind of like there.
1: Do you have an accent? Did you like no, not really. Because these yeah. two, like Brendan Dunlop and Jeff Cole, could be professional voiceover uh, talent. Well, he is. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> could be. <laughs> could be. <laughs> you know, you know, I am fucking. I'll weird. just do funny voices that have fun, man. You could be. Dude, Shrimp on the great, Barbie. The two of you need a show. Yeah. Like you look alike. I told you that already.
3: Actually, maybe we should do so the look alike
1: game. Danny Dickio
4: can just do his own accent. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fantastically well. That's my He's That's awesome. my limited short fake an, Danny. All Diccio. you guys
1: should do is show except with Craig and it should be Charms. Danny, fuck, fuck off. Brendan and Jay Oh, that's right. That leaves us out Sorry, you can't
3: Western say, Canadian. You have to yes. dis- do English accents. A distinct distinctly it, untransferable, you know, accent.
1: Do your best. Did you, uh, did you see? Can I have a pie? Did you have you seen May that? Have, have you seen that May clip of Harry Redknapp
4: getting hit in the side of the head when No, he was but I've heard. Was, you, I have seen it before. Yeah, You have. Uh,
3: not as good as watching Juan Montoya get hit in the head with a camera. Did you see that when he was racing for? I believe it was Williams at the time when he was yeah, in Formula One.
4: Harry was like his own players. Were <laughs> here? and he's doing an interview. And they're like, oh, so Harry, so we got so Wolverhampton Wanderers on the weekend. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts doing his interview. All of a sudden, you see
1: him. <laughs> I've seen that. Hits him and just I absolutely
4: flushed him, right? <laughs> so he's like, he He loved a confrontation, Harry, right? But you got guys, I'm sure you got guys like decanio and Razor Ruddock and Pierce and. Is this Roll when you were at West Ham? I think all it cause he just loved the confrontation. Right. He loved the the banter and
1: Well, when we were throwing out I wanted to th- talk not about confrontation, but about one of your stories. So I was saying to uh Brendan. Good old Brandon Dan Laps, Um <laughs> Perfect timing. Brandon. A- ask him your question. His his story. Uh, it was best worst trips. So the best worst trip is you played. You played horribly. Yeah. Professionally, whether yeah. for Team Canada, whether for Ipswich, Chelsea, or West Ham. where you Colchester? That was the other place you played, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you left, yeah, and you had a blast coming home or hanging out. Everyone has a best worst trip. What's your best worst trip?
4: Are there two? Well, the thing. Well, the thing is, in England, as far as like playing league games, yeah, you know, you go to Old Trafford, you get hit nine. It's just a long bus home. There's no best coming up, it, right? <laughs> it's right, all bad.
1: but but <laughs> there's always a but. With internationally,
4: you. getting thrashed at Azteca, yeah, hundred twenty thousand people. I think it's like in the top ten. This is our game. Like one game we played there. The game I'm talking about. Um. I think it was only four now, but we're pretty pleased with that, considering.
1: And did you enjoy yourselves after? It was amazing. And And why?
4: Well, over the years, we got to know the Mexican players pretty well. Um,
1: Oh, you were boys with the Mexicans at the end?
4: Yeah. That's cool. We went out and had some of the, the best nights ever in Mexico City after the games. Jorge Campos After they thrashed we, you? Yeah. We I was I was in a car I was in a car. You never told me this. I was this in is a car awesome. with there was only well, there was two of us, two Canadian I can't remember who else it was. Or it might have been just me and three Mexican players. So Campos the goalie. Campos is driving.
1: The other goalie. The other goalie. The guy, the five foot eleven guy yeah. who could jump really high and was yeah. crazy and crazy all, uniforms. Yeah. And, yeah. He's bright driving. Pink.
4: Legend. 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 Legend.
1: That I know him is a legend. Yeah. So <laughs> you driving, know him. That's legendary Seth uh, yeah, already. have already
4: had some beer somewhere. And I'm like, okay, should you be driving? And he's like, ah, what? Fine. We're going through red lights. Like, right, like he would slow down and look and just, shoot, shoot." I'm like, but everybody does. Nobody even wants to stop for, you know, security reasons, or really. Fear of being carjacked. So they yeah. kind of roll through him anyway. But he's running through them All of a sudden. <laughs> Cop pulls up behind us. Holy shit. Jorge, what the fuck? you just running like, holy shit, what's going to happen to you? He's like, leave it with me. He gets out of the car. I'm kind of looking in the rearview mirror my side mirror, looking at what he's doing. He's talking to the cop. Gets his wallet out. Pours out a few American bills. Gets back in the car.
1: We drive off. Just like that. Just like that so simple just like you and i with that joint at that resort where the cops tried to arrest us that's right (laughs) the security guards intervened it was amazing because we
4: actually had like a garbage bag in the in the the hotel room right we we bought twenty
1: dollars we asked the waiter to bring us we go hey dude we're having breakfast and it's an all like it's an all-inclusive but they had breakfast served at certain places where they gave you the like hey it's all fresh eggs and fresh bacon yeah. and like really nice and we lucked into this place it was a full last second hey let's just go it was the first spring break i went to it was like 35 yeah amazing yeah amazing. and so we we asked the guy hey why uh, not proper spring break marijuana proper. but
3: you've done a many a pizzas and a marbeas and uh right. and majorcas that we've never done that's yeah, probably
1: true. Marbella. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we asked the the waiter, you know, can you get us $20 worth of weed? And we give him $20 American.
4: I think He should just get us some weed, whatever. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, oh, he shows
1: bucks. up. And we give him our room number. He shows up. And he's like, oh, gracias. You know, we're like, here's another five bucks. And he, we're like, what are you doing? He has this bag. And we're like, oh, what's... He literally gave us a uh, grocery bag full of weed. And we're like, wasn't it like Canadian homegrown no, or anything. It but was beautiful. It was fine. And we had it for a week, and we just couldn't get rid of it. We. We yeah. ended up putting it in a plant yeah. underneath and left a note saying, if you want weed, I left a note right. underneath. Under a plant. Well,
4: then we thought we might go back one day.
1: Yeah. We thought we might look back. And <laughs> or if you're in the room after us and you find the note, because I put it you under a- I'm like, Dan, do you think we remember this? <laughs> like we're fucking stoned or like,
4: can't remember five minutes ago. It's like- Actually, you know what? I think- I think I might be able
1: to find it. Yeah. I'm I do. Sure. I do think I might be able to. Find it. Yeah, it was under a planter. But my <laughs> point is, we we sat there going, hey, we got to we gotta smoke this. So we always had weed on us. And we went out one night. And, and we, we went, didn't have any. We didn't have any. So we bought some. Well, what guy offers? But do you remember it?
4: Yeah. Do you remember what the joint was? No, I don't remember It was that. already lit. Oh, that's right. It was in the dark. So this guy sells it a joint. I'm like, looking at it, I'm like, Dan, somebody's already lit this. Like, maybe more than once. <laughs> well, sure enough, they're using it as a, as a prop, the cops. So, they literally hide around the corner somewhere, the police. They get some guy to sell it. And as soon as you fucking spark it, they're on top of you. Yeah. So, I'm like, they come on. No cop, you're so there's a big hedge next to me so i give it i just went like and flicked this fucking joint their prop into the hedge well fuck two of the cops are like in there they are they're looking, trying to find it pretty dark they yeah. couldn't they couldn't find it they were so pissed off it was like
1: yeah but they still wanted to arrest us yes and we there start and we go well we're gonna have to i cracked. we goes. were like Fuck off. Yeah, if we, if gave, were we were g- actually doing,
4: we did, we were
1: like, we are we're you, doing all the wrong You things. got nothing.
4: You got nothing <laughs> on us. Where, you got nothing. You couldn't find
1: it. But the security guards from the resort, we were about 15 meters away from the entrance. So the guy runs out and goes, "No, these guys are good guys." We because we'd been friendly with them all week. Yeah, Great. so they backed us. They, they backed us out on. and just kind of. Gra- they literally grabbed us away from to the rescue cops. you from the yeah. top. Top. To But, but remember up. when yeah. the cop when when I was like, like, over the, like, "No, we weren't. We
4: were like the guys it was marijuana." Like, we were, we kept saying, "No, you don't. No, you, no. we weren't doing right. it." It's tobacco. Remember, he grabbed my fingers. Yeah,
1: and he tried to smell them. He's trying to smell my fingers. <laughs> 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 In there, man. Because <laughs> they didn't have the fucking joint.
3: <laughs> wow. So. Did they know that you were an international soccer superstar at the time? No, that would have been kidnapping. Then well, you, <laughs>
4: you wouldn't would have, have seen me know. for dust. Yeah, good thing there was somebody did that in Cabo, like one of our friends took hey, one this of guy your friends, is, you know, play for Canada, it's like, like play in Premier League, yeah like it's like no, 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 don't tell Yo, the guy oh, on the corner. Yeah. Jesus Christ!
3: Different parts of the world, right? Man. Totally different.
4: Next thing you know, it's like hundred grand or nothing. Next thing, I'm dead. Nobody's paying a hundred grand for me, right, Dan? You'd buck up. Would you? Buck up some money?
1: I'd get. I'd get you at least eight bucks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'd put twenty bucks in myself. We'd collectively Thanks, come
3: together and f- and fund a ransom for you. Yeah. How much do you so? think we could but get who would, together? Who would actually 20, deliver 000, it? Because you'd be worried about delivering it. Wonger would deliver it. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Wanger, w- because Wonger could have so. It's like, oh, what, what are you guys, uh, Senegalese
1: kidnappers? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> one eighth Senegalese guys, one, guys, I am one sixteenth Senegalese. So no footy picks this week, just so you know.
3: We're not going to squeeze it in.
1: No, because cause it's impossible we'll do it next week because you don't you don't rate international games. Hey, how about we?
4: I, I, I will. What's the over under mm. for the goals that Canada score in these two games? So you want me to give you the total?
3: And then we're going to decide over under. That's interesting. I like that. I said, "You want me to give you a number?" (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean to give a total. So, oh
4: no, if you're going to think,
3: what a gambling total would be?
4: Well, no, something that
3: blank and a half.
4: You're going to give me the choice, yeah, that I can go over under. So you fucking better get it. That's what I'm saying. So now, okay, so so so, if you say 20, then no. But here I am.
3: Here I am, Ladbrokes. Here I am, Ladbrokes, deciding whether to say it's seven and a half or. Eight and a half. Okay, I'm gonna go for both games. For both games.
4: Ooh. How much are we going? Ten bucks. Yeah, we can go ten bucks. Okay, let's go.
3: Put a tenner
1: on that. I'm gonna snap. go. The total is set for both games. No, no. Let's you guys choose over or under, but I'm gonna give you the real number.
4: Is there a number? There's number
3: the collective no collective total for both no, games. There's no way. If there is, impossible. Dan, impossible. They won't
4: do that. I am going to set they won't the. T- give up. Yeah. Are you kidding
1: me? There's always someone. Look, Canada versus Bermuda. Yeah. It's Bermuda. Berbuda. Bermuda. Barbudos. Bermuda. Bermuda. The
4: Barbuda Triangle.
1: Are you smoking weed from your
3: stories? <laughs> I didn't. There's so many things I wanted to talk about in this rundown. What is the point of texting you a rundown? If we're just going to talk about well, Craig's anyway, you old stuff, I don't
4: care about. Give it. You give us, We're going to come on.
3: Okay, the total for these two games against Bermuda and the Cayman Islands. By the time you've listened to this, you've already seen the Bermuda match. I'm going to set the total at ten and a half. Bermuda? Oh, the look on your face for the two shows proves to me and Jeff Cole because for the close. two games, for the two games combined, the total saying
4: over. Are they? Have they
1: got them there? Well, no, know. hold on. We're only
4: talking
3: that. Canada goals, not yes. match totals. No, so this is Canada totals yeah, ten and so a half. They would have to score I think that's a very goals correct for
4: me to win ten bucks.
3: I think that's a very sharp number, and obviously, I guess I think I'm think they're the going to
4: crush thing. it.
3: I think I'm if giving Craig for something 10 bucks. on the
4: gambling. I would say people hammer it, and you know what? I'm not even saying this because I think Bermuda is all that bad. They're missing key components. The Bermuda's is missing
3: key components. The Toronto kids didn't get to make the trip. Is that what you were going to well, say?
4: The, the, yeah, what's which, his which name? Well, the star one is the Bermuda kid.
3: Oh. From Toronto. Are they? I'm no. not sure.
4: Former Toronto.
3: Oh, okay. Don't know. I'm not really big on my Bermudan football at the moment. Well, I, I Sorry, will. Sorry, I can tell you about March Madness, though.
0: Well, well if, if I may, if you want to talk about uh, Bermudan legends, how about we talk about. Well, I'll just say. Collie
4: buds, Reggie Lamb, <laughs> Reggie Lamb. Finally, Earth's you remember come Reggie Lamb? Sorry, JC. <laughs> Reggie Lamb.
3: He's no Collie buds, though. I'll tell you that much.
4: <laughs> what a great reference! It's oh, I like can't
3: that. wait till we get to a, to Ahsoka Block. When is Trinidad? Oh, and part? the
4: kid that plays for Bristol City, he, he didn't
3: wasn't able to make the trip as well. Okay, so you might win your bet in the first match. Again, by the time you listeners have listened to this. I think, um, I
4: think the next two matches, I would say under. Okay.
3: You mean the next two following these? Yeah. But this in this window, it's just the Cayman Islands and Bermuda we're worrying
4: about. It's based Correct. solely on this. And I'm saying over. Ten so and a half? Yes. So Does 11
1: points. 11 goals. goals. 11 goals. For Canada exclusively. <laughs> well, points. For him to win. Sorry. That's um,
4: I think, you know, honestly, I think. Those guys are gonna come out of there like crush I a greyhounds. I would, I would, t- and I think Herman is gonna tell him to keep piling, keep scoring. It on. Let's get
1: some confidence, right?
4: Oh yeah, he's all about like just go out, go get it. Like,
1: well, I forgot to finish the story about Danny. Danny ended up texting Craig and I back, going, "Fellas, after you talk about the management of the players, yeah." Fellas, I've been in so many meetings. I can't speak. Yeah, got no I'm time. so sorry. I love you guys. And
4: that's that would be that's typical of what Herman's like for anything like that. Sure. One thing Herman has got on Bayern Munich coach, for instance, we said you know like a guy like that's Alfonso like. coming out of that environment, right? That Herman never been in, in his life. But what he has done, he's he's a he's a tournament coach. He's an expert tournament coach. So preparation. Leading into it, games, what they do at hotels, you know, what floor they're staying on, like you know, all that kind of stuff. Everything he's down, yeah, he's insane. It's insane. It's a great uh,
3: point. So, yeah. you know, the one of the major criticisms for John Herbin when he was appointed Ben's national team coach was he never coached in the men's program internationally. Yeah, but he's coached at World Cups, several yeah. World Cups. It's not so much thing like, for
4: me that it's like it's not, he hasn't coached So I say, like, oh yeah, okay. But it's not if he can prove to the players nobody doesn't nobody else matters yeah but if he can prove himself to the players and they like him and they trust him and they believe in what he's saying and they're and they will because he's 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 good the rest i mean there's there's a lot of great coaches around that don't you know don't make it either but he's he's yeah he's He's, an expert tournament coach sure and he's a good coach
3: prove it and he's he's you know, he's been yeah. to he's been to World Cups with the, in the women's program yeah. and I think he's going to get Canada there. Um, certainly in twenty twenty six if he's <laughs> if he's still there, but well, he's
1: gonna get Canada there. So that's that's a great place to leave this podcast. This is an optimistic viewpoint and I appreciate it. I Better wanted to get Danny w- Dicchio four fifty eight. <laughs> when he turns into the no angry dickio yeah, here. he's awesome when he turns into. What did you his, want to get to? I
3: Sorry. was going to say, yeah, it's been an hour and twenty minutes. I still haven't asked Craig what he thought about Gareth Bale's uh, oh, comments good. that yeah, oh, oh, it was always not. going to be a year. I'm just I'm going right back to Real Madrid and the fact that Manchester United are writing a big check to keep Ole Gunnar Solskjaer around for three more years when he believes that success is not measured on trophies. So take your stab at one of them before Longer well, turns the-, the lights off.
4: I would say Hey, we can keep talking. I would I say care. that the, it, I'll have another beer. That's inevitably, <laughs> <I'm> you <wanted. laughs> are gauged on your, on your success, your trophies. Yes, but if you're in a rebuilding stage, if you gauge him, I would not gauge him on his trophies. But if he got another three-year contract, and you know they look as though they're going in the right direction, and a couple pieces away from being, you know, they're they're happy where they where they are, right? So. So at that point, I would say, yeah, that would be, you look back on that, if it all ended now, that it would be a fairly successful run for him, for the stage that they're in right now. But inevitably, what, are they going to go 10 years without winning a trophy? No, of course not. But I don't think that's what he really meant. I think he means in other ways, like how how coaches can build or, you know. Or you could even say about uh, Bielsa at Leeds. He doesn't win anything playing that way. Right. But I love watching it.
3: I do love watching as well. And earlier in the season, you know, Aston Villa played a very entertaining style. But those two teams are not Manchester United. That is the team that is expected to win trophies. Yeah. And when they brought in Jose Mourinho, they knew that the quality of play might dip. When they brought in David Moyes, they knew the quality of play would certainly be different from what they had. Sure. They Ferguson, then anyway. transition period. But sure. I still think that, you know, Manchester United every single season. This is the New York Yankees for to give a North American equivalent of a soccer team. The, the The goal every year is to win the title, to the expect, win it all. The
1: expectation yeah. is to win every year.
4: But you've also got to, you know, remember that for for, for decades, Manchester United, you had Liverpool, but you know they they dominated financially. They had they're very very powerful. And then when Abramovich came into Chelsea and financially just spent, challenged Man City Man City in. now, yep. You know, Man City weren't a player then. Not fine. now they're like, you know, they're the they're the shit in Manchester now. Who would have thought that? Before Wild. So it's it's there's competition. Arsenal, you're like Liverpool, there there's a lot more competition now. Spurs, like they're, and they all expect to win, right? Yeah. You know, all the fans are the same. It's like incredible expectations. Like Ipswich, even the fans, like I got there, so they won the FA Cup in 78, the UEFA Cup when it was second place teams only, that sort of, when, it, when the Champions League was the champions. Right. To meant something in 80, where they won that in 81, 82, 81. Um, I got there in 84, and then they got relegated in 85, when I was a youth player. And really, from my whole time there, it was always, you know, why aren't you guys like, like, we could never be like them. They were freaking awesome. Right. Even when we were in the Premier League, it was like, they expected us to be the old Ipswich. It sure. was just a, a few years ago, you know?
3: But it was such a different Tough. time. You felt the comparison was unfair.
4: Comparison was totally unfair. Yeah.
3: And I think Manchester United have been victim of that, certainly in yeah. this transition period, that being compared to teams where look, they're just yeah. not in the same class. Yeah. But there's it's that badge. There's something about that badge that just you can't shake it. And I hate to use a North American comparison, but it's just to kind of give context to listeners who might not yeah understand that. That like that that's it. It's every mm-hmm. time they take the pitch, the expectation is not just to oh, yeah. win. It's to win beautifully and you better be winning yeah. to Bring silverware and fill up the cabinets at the end of the year.
1: It's almost unfair because it's like comparing you and Sharman. To each other? Yeah. (laughs) Like there's it's almost unfair to compare because Because I'm the Manchester United generation. You're a new generation. Right. Yeah. You know? Like we're trying to bring in younger listeners.
3: I like that. That he's the class of ninety two and I'm the Paul Pogba emoji dyed haired version. That's right. There we go.
1: You look we we brought in you. And uh JC to bring in the thirty somethings.
3: To get you on TikTok and we still haven't done that.
1: Look, I've been on it's TikTok coming. once and it's a lot of for me to
0: handle. I put Dan Wong on TikTok. I got did you. I, I got
1: four hundred followers. Or 400 follows or click-ons, watches. You're sounding older and older the longer what they you called? talk. <laughs> what are they called? You got 400 followers Continue Views. They're called views. Ticks. Views. Views. Okay. We're so, talking about talks, Guinness maybe? beer and 13,000 liters of 13 million pints are drank on St. Patrick's Day. Just for me for saying that one take wonder one well, the, the, take wonder the
3: TikTok algorithm in itself is is totally random. If podcasts work like TikTok, we would be millionaires one week and then we'd be paying out money the next week. <laughs> that's that's how it would work. I, I mentioned something about Neymar's video game, and that was an immediate seventy-seven thousand viewed um, TikTok. And then I had a great TikTok skating in Lake Louise with a beautiful I view. Saw that. That was great. And a superstar TikTok star in yep. Lajbaldi. Yeah. And uh, mm, 1,200. Right. So you can't predict anything. Right. What about
1: Gareth Bale question? <laughs> Let's finish that off.
3: I love that you remembered that, Longer. Yes. Gareth Bale saying going, that it was going only... Way to bail him out. The plan was so, going
1: back. Well, yeah. Going but,
3: at- but here's the question for Craig. Here's the question. Because he said all, all along that this was the plan. But as a Spurs fan... Do you feel used then? Because he's come, he's you know you're well, paying half of his salary, which well, is more for, than most for how others. Many
4: weeks it was like he wasn't even fit. No, exactly. Like, and if you're your son,
1: do you feel like you lost someone, or are you okay with it?
4: Well, you know, again, and it comes down to results, and they they were they were hoping for big things, right? So he's going As to, they should be. you paying yeah.
3: 600000 a week, I mean, even if you're only on the hook for half of that, which Dan Levy was. But and how long was it? He before should he be. even
4: played. Like, he was, and then he was terrible. It was like. He was horrible. Horrible. He's playing just against, near the end when the weather starts getting nice, he starts taking the club golf. Dick, he was like, yeah, he's going to the club. Was it Danny that said that? It was Dickio that yeah. said that, yeah. Get the golf clubs out. He's happy now.
1: I yeah. oh, he was playing golf. If, if, he was playing if, golf if, anyway. Yeah, but he was all coy about it, Danny, when he said that. Well, you know. Not that I know what coy and Danny means. Well, sometimes angry you, he, about yeah, something. but sometimes
4: Danny gets in that that mood where he's like, he doesn't want to upset anybody,
3: which is so that odd. Corporate, be, right? corporate, Dickie, corporate, Dickie, yeah,
4: right. Yeah. Which we need to have when he's uh, applying for the uh, the TFC jobs.
1: Right. We need corporate dick
4: Yeah. Not the one that like <laughs> speaks his mind. Not and the footy pro. The ones that- Footy you know, gara- garage. If he thinks garage, So
1: it's today the first episode it. of Footy Garage? Well, we still have to do all the changes on the- We're Can't waiting to see if we're making this deal. You can deal, say it is, deal. and then
4: Charm's just- Yeah. Unlucky you weren't there for the- For you know, the so opening. I should do like, that. So I'm going to coin oh, that. Oh, it's the so, second episode. No, no, no. It's your first. Well
3: done. We're just approaching the 90th minute. So that's exactly it. I say we put the- Oh, I thought you meant- Game. No, not the Bermuda game. How much extra? time? You haven't won your out ten out? bucks yet. Extra time today? How much extra time? You got? You got a minute and a half. Did someone order from uh, GarageDoorHyphen dot com?
0: No, but at ninety minutes, you usually want to know how much extra time well, is going to be I, added on. I feel oh, like yeah.
3: the, just this babble is taking it over the burr, final whistle. Burr,
1: burr, burr. So on thank added. you to uh, Amsterdam Brewery. Want to thank them? I'd like to thank? Uh, In fact,
4: I gave. Yeah. Uh, an Amsterdam beer, speed to a buddy. Just said, uh, try it. Actually, I gave him a six pack of it because I, no, no, I had four left or whatever. Anyway, he actually specifically came up to me and said, "You know that beer you gave me that was really, really good, really good."
1: Well, there you go, Amsterdam Brewery.
0: Yeah. Well, there's plenty more where that came from. <laughs> Get lea- yourself at least, s- least three more. Get yourself a six-pack this weekend <laughs>
3: to see if they, speed. if Team Canada can beat the Cayman Islands and win Craig Forrest a tenner from me. Total Ooh,
1: was ten and gonna a half, be fun. Right? I'm going to be excited about watching how many points they put up tonight. By the time this well, year, they, they may have they scored don't those get, goals already.
4: If they don't get mm-hmm, five, you're I'm in trouble.
3: You're expecting five against Bermuda.
4: Oh, hell yeah.
3: Okay, so when it's a 7-1 final, those seven have counted to your advantage.
4: There you go.
1: Exactly. Shall we put a bow on this, Dan Wong? Do you want to close it? No, you close it. But I, uh, I want to thank you, Brendan Dunlop, for taking over for James Sharman. It was re- it was a lot. Isn't I mean great from Rundowns they, and text messages. You with under, you guys?
4: You realize that you show up and like, look. Now Amazing,
1: James. You. We might be having a conversation. Things are
4: changing. I, I,
3: well, Craig, I knew that I was brightening things up. I knew it immediately. Obviously, yeah. things things Although would
1: change. I do
3: have a leader. Wait till you see the Instagram post Dan's got week. shorts on.
1: Leader of a new... He's the leader of the new new tribe, man. Gonna, gonna get really you on. Sh- Dan's got the same
4: st- make socks, at least. Color and... S- Jeez. Because you, be you got everything. You got shorts. Low, you got shorts on.
1: I do. Shorts. What is that? Mac, I got underwear. Kind of Mac?
4: Mac? Mac? Top? Mac, what kind Mac of top makeup? Is that? What?
1: American Eagle.
4: Mac- McDonald's. No, but it looks like a... I don't know. It's it a, looks like a lumberjack, like a lumberjack. Yes, right. but it's not a lumberjack. What
2: it, what's a lady lumberjack called?
4: Mick Lumberjack. A lumber Jill. Oh. Oh,
2: oh,
0: nice. That's been my contribution for the show. Yeah, thanks.
1: You for can having close me. it
3: up, BD. Perfect time to end the show. Then this—that's—that's that's been the final whistle. How much extra time? Just enough to get Jeff Cole to drop a fact that you didn't know. Who's that coming in the room? Who's that? This has been Footy Prime in the Garage. Thanks for listening. Please come back. Hey,
2: hey, hey no. Oh, goodness us. I've, I've run such a distance in order to make it to... to I've, I know that Mr. Mister did not make it to the show since down in Florida, where most of the people that I've killed have ended up. But I must say that uh, I I've I've wanted to take over the song for the... Footy Picks, Footy Picks. Is that the end? All right, that's f- fair enough. i how the sherry.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more